Well, hey, we're the spe- we're the spectacle the spectacle gang today. You don't normally yeah. wear the specs, do you, Stasia? Uh, I wore them to a movie last night, and I decided I should probably because I can never read the text. You you'll notice that I always <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's well, when you when you when you can't see, that's when you that's put when your glasses on. That's when you need yeah. glasses. That's when you put specs on. I normally yeah. use it for driving and movies. You can uh, lie to yourself for for quite a long time, like me. I was just in denial. I hate them so much. And this you, is hideous. You've got can, nice ones though. I can get by without it, but man, it's not easy. See, like the HB is just starting to. Oh, H- see so much better. H, H. H. Did you oh, just say H? Shit. Sneeze on the desk. <laughs> Let's get busy. Let's get busy. It's an office hours. It's an office hours edition of the Matt and Jerry um, uh, breakfast show. No, no what is it? Not. Intro. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, it's not the breakfast show. Oh no, you're right. It's the um, it's the podcast intro, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Should Wake we, up and smell the cheese, mate. <laughs> should we bring should we ring Dino in LA? Who? Dean. You who's, know Dean? Who's Dean? You know Dean? Dean who? Dean. Which Dean? Yep. Dean. Dean Butler. Not Dean Butler. Dean. Do you want me to call him through here? Dean. Dean. Dean Brosnan. Dean Brosnahan. Dean. Dean Brosnan. Dino Gorman. Dino. Dean. 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 You went to bloody you. Didn't you go? You like got stuck into the Gaff- Gaddafi with Dean, man. Oh, Dean Cornish. Yeah, Corno. Cornhole. Grubby. Yeah, let's call him. Grubby. What are we calling Grubby for? I'm just texting him. Yeah, but why are we calling him for? Because he t- messaged me yesterday from LA and goes, geez, that was a heavy podcast intro yesterday. <laughs> and he said, you should call me if you get like that to lighten the mood. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. he's a great man. Yeah. So I just texted him, are you about? And he he's said, uh, he said, I might not have. He said, call me. Tomorrow when you're doing the podcast, and if I haven't landed the plane yet, then I'll talk to you. Is he oh, a okay. pilot? No, he's a partier. Yeah. He's a what? Landed the plane. You heard of that term before, Anastasia? Landed the plane? When you go out partying and then you don't land the oh. plane, it means you don't go to sleep. Sorry, no. Because, like, yeah. say, for example, for examples, for examples, yeah. MASH. Do you know what examples MASH, means? You know how MASH comes in all the time and he's just, like, totally useless, and you think, has this guy got a learning disability? No, he's been he's, a family. He goes home pretty early, I'm pretty sure. Mash. Yeah. <laughs> he leaves you pretty early, and then he's off down to family bar, and he sees the lights go on at he family does, bar most, most nights. He's seen the lights yeah, go on too many times at family home. bar. He doesn't go to kick-ons. Mash, Mash. isn't a man of kick-ons. No, oh, no, no, Mash no, no, doesn't no. do the kick-ons. No. But, but see, Mash that's is, where he's missing out. Mash has seen that's too see many. Sunrise. Well, he's seen too many lights rise at family bar for one man of his age to be honest mm. he's seen it too many times there's only so many times you want to see that because mm. you see other things at that time yeah you see things you, you don't see, want to see then you see yourself is there anything more confronting than there's only two the two most confronting things in the world are when the lights go on at a bar that you've been at for a long time and you just see what a shithole it is and you mm. see the monsters you've been hanging out with yeah. <laughs> and the, the second yeah. most confronting thing is if you've left something at a bar like your phone and you have to go back. Oh, that's the worst. And you go back to the bar you've been at and you head back at one o'clock when they're and you go, oh my God, I was at this place. And someone's there mopping up the sticky floor. Yeah, and you're like, 
And you're like, I thought this place was huge. It's this tiny little disgusting room. And you look at the tables and the walls and yeah. the floor. Yeah. And it's, it's just disgusting. Filthy. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. But it's a good time. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a good time. time. We love it. We That's all why love you drink it. alcohol to slightly mask. We're going down know? to the um, Jerry Wells um, Invitational down <laughs> in Queenstown the in the what? weekend. The Jerry Wells Invitational. Jossie Wells. Oh, Jossie Wells Jossie Invitational. Wells. You and me, we're, we're, we're calling the... Um, Snowboarding with um, with your mate Ed and yep. my mate. I'm going to call him my mate as well because we we got involved in that glory hole together that time. Yeah. And when when you've spent time in a, with a doing with a glory hole with someone, I think you become quite close to them. What do you say to allegations that what's happened, what's Pixie up to? Oh, Pixie, <laughs> is there a fire, Pixie? Oh, oh, we're off, off here. here. You're off here. Okay, we're mm. off here. We're off here. Uh, we're off here. We're on. So glory holes. Yeah, that's right. So I was saying, once you've spent time with someone at a glory hole, you become friends. But anyway, that's why. So my wider question was: so we're going down to the Jerry Wells Invitational in Jossie Monica. Wells. Jossie Wells. You want to be called Jossie now? The Matt and Jossie show. Jossie. His name's Jossie Wells. <laughs> I only agreed to go because I thought you were going to be there. Tapping your teeth. Is it? Have you know? I, I thought it was nice that you'd invited me to a thing in Wanaka, the Jerry no. Wells Invitational. I'd invite you, didn't you? I think it had nothing to do with it. Oh, I'm going down as a. I've been invited by Jossie Wells. It's the Jossie Wells Invitational. Mm-hmm. It's the Wanaka Big Ear. It's not me. I, and I didn't invite you. Right. But I was working against you. Were you? To not get you invited, but I for some reason you're invited. I'm so it was nearly the, Joss, it was the Jossie Wells Invitational uninvited by Jeremy Wells. Hey, but stop doing that with your teeth, you disgusting pig. But Why are you doing that? I want to go to the, wider, to the wider issue of pushing the boat out. And I was going to say, are we going to oh. go? Are we going to go hard wine before flying before we get on the plane? Want to a new one? What time's your flight? Um, um, what time's my flight? Um, good question. When are you going? Um, I'm heading down on the eight o'clock flight. Uh, on what day? Saturday morning. What? Why am I on the flight on Friday at twelve p.m.? Twelve p.m. at night. Oh. No, twelve p.m. is lunchtime. Oh, lunchtime. Muppet. Oh. Yeah. Um. I'm yeah. I'm on a flight at twelve p.m. How hot? Yeah. Night in Queenstown. Mm. So Lane uh, will be there. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you'll be having to do the because you do seven sharp. The rest of us have to pull the weight. But it's strange that we don't get any of the profits from doing seven sharp. But we have to do more work in our other job oh, to cover. Well, speaking him. of profits, what about all the money that you're raking in from your merch from my daddy's deli? Yeah. What about that, man? I'm I'm willing to give you uh, a bottle of daddy's deli. What about that? <laughs> what about that? Anyway, um, this is an office hour special on the Matt and Jerry yeah. show, so you can send your audio recorded questions to matt.heath at nzme.co.nz. I don't know. I'm just making that up. Yes. Matt.heath at nzme.co.nz or slide into the Matt and Jerry show Insta DMs and uh, with an audio message or some shit. I don't know. Fuck. Record. On the radio, on oh my the God. radio, I'll press the fucking the iHeart. They can email them to me if you want. Or they I can, can email. email them. Oh, it's hard to spell. Though. They can email me at nzme.nzme. Okay. <clears throat> here we got one here. Uh-huh. Yeah, g'day, boys. Big face, the coos, mash, and the 1998 Nissan stage here. <laughs> oh, Blake Dawson here once again, and uh, I apologise in advance for the recording quality. It is shithouse. But uh, I had a question. I was wondering what sayings and phrases you boys have that you wish you heard more. 
I've got one such as uh, Suffer in Your Jocks. You never hear anyone say Suffer in Your Jocks. I like that one. Um, one, one you hear a bit, but not as much as I'd like. Uh, dry as a nun's nasty, mm. or um, Tight as a nun's nasty. Yeah. Or Wet as a nun's nasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of nun ones or, out there. Or Loose as a nun's nasty. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, really, anything about a nun's nasty gets me going. Yeah, yeah. But, uh,. Hopefully you got a few that you wouldn't mind sharing. Yeah. And you've probably got a few that you don't want to share as well. Yeah, great question. I love question. a few of them. Love yeah. you, babes. Yeah. Bless, 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 bless. A uh, serial question answer on the Matt and Jerry office hours. Suffering your jocks is one that I hear, and I always find it quite confronting because I can't, kind of don't know what it means. So if someone says suffering your jock, and jocks, it means it's just it's sort of like I've got no sympathy for you, isn't it? You can suffer in your jocks, yep. mate, over there. Yep. But what does it mean? Does it mean you've been kicked in the nuts and it hurts? It means that, it means you you just, it. that you go through an uncomfortable thing, you've got a horrible situation going on in your underpants and you've got to deal got with it. have got an urban dictionary here. You know, it's like yeah. suffering your jocks, mate. It's like yeah. you've done poos in your pants you and you've got to suffer. You've got to deal it's, with the poos that of, you've already done. Is, is it kind of like sauce for the goose? It's like soiled your undies and then you've just got to wear them. So it's not sauce for the goose? It's not sauce for the... Sauce for the goose. No. The sauce for the goose is different. Sauce for the goose is oh well, bad luck. That's the way you did it. No, but sauce for the that's goose means no. Sauce for the goose means yeah, that's the same as suffering your jocks. That's what you so, get. Sauce for the goose means something bad's happened to you, but you deserve it. It's it's expected. Do sauce you want for the, the goose. actual definition? Yeah, yeah, you go. An Australian expression wishing misfortune on the recipient, similar to eat shit and die. <laughs> jocks is an Australian term for underwear, so you're more or less wishing a person an acute. Acute attack of explosive diarrhea. Not for any job. For me, oh, and it's from the castle, the film. Oh right, for me, not enough people are saying I thumb my nose at you, sir, when they're um, when someone's insulted them. I thumb my nose at you, sir, and then you thumb your nose at them. People aren't doing that a lot lately, are they? No, they're not. No, I'm not using hearing the word hath enough. Hath, yeah. So Matt Heath. Hath some horrific facial hair, you know. To me, that just gives it a little bit more gravitas. Yeah, I'm not hearing. I hath shat in my pants. <laughs> it's it's a bit classier when you hath, isn't it? Yeah, I've shat in my pants. Also, the term if there's rust on the roof, it's damp down below. That's not as bandied about as much as it should be nowadays. I noticed that that was a saying back in the early 2000s, but nowadays you're not hearing a lot of that. Did you provide a bit of explanation for that one? If there's rust on the roof, it's damp down below. Mm. Uh, it's in terms of, it's when mm. talking about red-headed females. If there's rust on the roof, she's damp down below. Yeah, because it means... because Jerry! Well, it's a well, fact. It's, it's a just fact. the saying. I didn't make it up. <laughs> and it's just a fact. I mean, the facts don't lie. Facts don't care about your feelings. Do you think there's any... Uh, Look at my experience, it's true. Oh... Do you think it works anyway in the men? Well, if Damn. there's Fanta in his pants, <laughs> you're going to get some bubbles. If there's Fanta in the pants, look for an explosion. <laughs> if there's Fanta in the pants, oh, my God. the lid's off and it's about to go. <laughs> it's about to blow. Yeah, if I there's Fanta so. in the pants, it's about to bubble over. Yeah. <laughs> it's true because um, ginger people are um, have... Horny. They're horny, but they also have faster... It's not fat. They also have fast twitch muscle fibre, the, 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 the gingers. They do experience on them and they're um, stronger and faster than, than um, you know, your normal, your, 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 your normal brown-headed white person. Unusually good sports people. 
ginger people. That's what I'm saying, you fucking muppet. Yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> not, I'm not saying you don't hear enough oh. of us. You fucking muppet. You don't hear that much, do you? <laughs> I don't think it's a nice one. Do you do you think you hear, oh, you absolute helmet. Do you think you hear that enough? Uh, yeah, I like that, helmet I'm more than muppet. Band, bandied about quite a lot nowadays. Mm, yeah. Um, the other saying, of course, if it's a shade loose in the, you can just chuck it in the... That's a saying you hear quite a lot. I've not heard that. It's a shade it's loose, a shade in, loose the, in the. So you might as well chuck it in. Do you want chucking it in? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not familiar with that one. Why? I'm way too innocent for this show. All right. Okay, so there was the reason why I say you absolute muppet quite a lot is because I was in Highgate in London once, and I put one foot out onto a road, and a black cab driver came around the corner, and he just I was slightly in his way. And he just stopped and leaned out the window and he goes, you absolute muppet. <laughs> and then drove off. It was such good comic timing. It was so sort oh. of like it was a real abuse, but it was so nice to be like being called a muppet's not that abusive. You oh. absolute, you absolute muppet. Muppet. I love those ones that when someone says it, it rings in your head for a long time yeah. afterwards and you can just... You can hear the timing of it. It's the same as when <laughs> a friend of mine, when we were lining up to play, I think Star Varsity in cricket, playing when I played in G Lane's team. G Lane was there, actually. And we, were, we were playing for the St Paul's First Eleven, and we used to play in the club cricket grade in the senior A grade in Hamilton. And so we used to play against men on Saturdays. I just got snobbed by a hedgehog. And they, <laughs> the men who we used to play cricket against absolutely hated us because yeah. we were... Teenage kids who used to beat them, right? yeah. used to really piss them off. We were, we were better than them because they were just you know cause like senior A club cricketers at the time, and we turned up. And one of my friends, Glenn Morrow, was looked at the pitch. We were doing a pitch inspection before the game, <laughs> mainly because why would we even do pitch inspections in those days? God knows why. Just because we thought that that's what you did. So we stood there, and he started bouncing the ball on. He goes. He goes, there's no bounce on this pitch. And he, he was <laughs> throwing the ball down into the middle of the pitch. And it was. It was a rubbish pitch that they prepared it at um, Galloway Park. And um, this guy turns up and he goes, don't do that, dickhead. <laughs> and I can always hear that in my mind. I can still see him standing there. His name was Roscoe, actually. We, we knew his name. He goes, don't do that, dickhead. And it just seemed a little bit aggressive. Like, you could have come in and said, maybe do you mind not throwing that ball in the middle of the pitch? I um, But from I, then on, everything was just, <laughs> don't do, do that, that dickhead. It's the way it's expressed. Like, I remember, like, there was this, I was in a fish and chip shop. I think it might have been Likely's Fish and Chips in Dunedin. There was a really aggro-looking skinhead guy, and he had, like, he was terrifying, like a Nazi punk skinhead. You know, they were always cracking heads in Dunedin. And I was in the fish and chip shop ordering fish and chips. And I was looking over this guy slightly and I was going, this guy's trouble. You know, he's, he was sort of marching around in that weird way that people that are on amphetamine does that looking for a fight. <laughs> and anyway, my friend walked in and my friend was a huge Cure fan. And so he had like eye makeup on and he had um, it like had spiked up here. So he was going full Robert Smith. And when he walked in, my mate Kane walked <laughs> He walked, I still remember the ding of the bell. And then, and then my mate walked in looking totally ridiculous. And this aggro skinhead just turned around and his, he was so disappointed. He was like, oh, you scroat. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I just laughed. I couldn't help it. It was just like such good comic time. It was like this guy marching around. He's really aggro. I'm looking at him going, there's going to be trouble here. And then my fucking mate dressed up like an absolute idiot. Like Kane looked so stupid. He had a, he had a full black suit on. He was doused in flour to look like a corpse. He had his hair spiked to the sky and makeup and red lipstick on. And this skinhead was just so disappointed. He was like, oh, you scrubs. <laughs> it sucked that he was so angry. And it was so annoying to him that this goth had walked into this fish and ship shop that it, I think it took the anger out of him. It just sucked the life out it of him. It sounds like your mate Kane does sound like in that moment he did. Looked like a, a real scrote, though. He did look this, and it was accurate. And, like, if you could set up That's that, a word you don't hear a lot, scrote. No, you scrote. scrote it's short for scrotum. If you, but you know there's those moments, and it's the same thing with that dickhead moment for you, where just, and the, um, you absolute muppet for me, it's those moments where the events couldn't be orchestrated by Lee Hart or a great comedian in a, one of their TV shows for the events to be... The comic timing is just so brilliant on it. Yeah. Like right down to the dinging of the bell when he walked by <laughs> to grow attention. So it was a dinging. And it took him a wee bit to get the door open. <laughs> and the skin is there. And the door opens. Kane's standing there. <laughs> I see Kane. I'm like, you look ridiculous. And then there's a skin in head in there. Yeah. With the comic timing and then the... Because oh, it was, and the use of the word "scrote" as well, which was such a well. Sometimes you'd be thinking those, like I, I'll hear the ding of a bell like that, and your door will open, and you, and you think of a line at that moment because you know that that would be perfect. Generally, you let it go through the keeper, and you don't deliver the line. But the fact that that skinhead had had a skin full of methamphetamine in that situation, and he was ready to go. He was prepared to, to deliver the line out loud. Yeah. Probably other people came up with a similar line inside of their own heads, but then they didn't deliver it. I talk about this moment um, with Kane a lot. Um, he came back over from Australia recently, and we went down to Queenstown, had a great weekend, and um, and he was shooting a, a like we we rented these guns to shoot, so he was shooting an automatic rifle. He couldn't make it work, and immediately um, Phil Bruff, who was aware of the incident, he wasn't there. But all these years later, Phil Bruff, who wasn't there, he's only heard my story telling of it. He just goes. Oh, you scrote. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all these years. That skinhead's dead or or something. He, he'd have that no skinhead's one. up to? I tell you, it's something you don't hear a lot of now. Um, I'd rather suck the farts out of dead seagulls' assholes. You don't hear that much either, do you? No, you don't hear that. <laughs> no, you don't. No. no, that's not one that you hear. <laughs> no. And we'll break. And we're back with, I'd rather suck the farts out of a dead seagulls' asshole. I mean, I've told that story a lot. There was an Australian guy that came to New Zealand and he went to our school and um, I asked him if he wanted to go to the cricket with me because my friends went that, you know, my new group of friends when I was playing in bands and stuff, they didn't go to the cricket as much. He's Chris Stapps and stuff. They weren't as interested in the cricket as my old group of friends. Um, and, you know, I was still friends with those guys, but I just thought, you know, like, I'll ask this Australian because he'll be in cricket. So I'll, this is great. An Australian's coming to our social group I'll have someone that will go to the cricket to me now that the Hessens have moved to Australia this is going to be great and then um, I said to him hey so the, do you want to come to Carisbrook the cricket's on he goes I'd rather suck the fart I'd rather suck the fart out of a dead seagull's arsehole mate go to the fucking cricket I was like what <laughs> I got him to say it again he really mustn't have liked cricket because <laughs> sucking a fart out of a dead seagull's arsehole would be so gross yeah <laughs> do seagulls even have farts and then he said another <laughs> He, I don't think they do. He said to me, he said another time, this guy came around and the guy walked out of the room and he goes, that guy thinks he's, that guy thinks he's hot shit. 
But it's just a cold fart warmed up in the microwave for 30 seconds. He's really fart focused, wasn't he, this guy? Fart humor sucks. He he's was, he's so he, low level. He thought the guy was hot shit, but he's just a cold fart heated up in the microwave. It's too elaborate. No, it's far too elaborate. <laughs> it's too elaborate. There's too much going on there. But also, and how do you get a cold fart? Yeah. You would think that you were hot shit. <laughs> but you're just Why a cold are you fart. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Mm. But, and, yeah. And break. And we're back. <laughs> And we're gone. We didn't need to. I'd rather suck the fart out of a dead seagull's asshole than have another break and then finish. And break. And we're back. You think you're hot shit saying break and we're back, but you're just a cold fart warmed up in the microwave for 30 seconds on low heat. Why did this guy have a high voice? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm not giving out his Facebook because last time I told the story, I gave out his name and... He contacted me and he'd be punished by about a thousand people going on Facebook posting, I'd rather suck the farts out of dead seagulls' assholes. And this guy's like, you know, that's a long time ago. Is, is I'd rather suck the farts out of dead seagull assholes. That, He's moved that, on from that. That's that's in his past. What? You know, <laughs> 37 years ago. Yeah, that's in his past. You know, he's not, he's not sucking, he's not, he probably likes sucking the farts out of dead seagulls' assholes now, you know. And we'll break. And we're back. And, and we're out. And we're out. We're in, and we're out as a nun's nasty. And we're in. <laughs> and we're out. Can you tell them to send in um, some more, some more office hours? Oh, office hours. Oh, you office hours. What if I can kill you to do it? It's just as easy for you to ask him to do it as. Why for, am I doing it? Why am I doing it? He looks like he'd rather suck the fart out of a dead seagull's asshole than do that. And we'll break. And hold on, we didn't break. <laughs> Can I come back after that? We break, and we're back. If you want to be a great New Zealander like O Blake Dawson was today, send in an office hours question to the Matt and Jerry Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Hit the microphone and send in your question. Or you can fart it into my um, bloody NZME email address, matt.heath at nzme.co.nz. I'd rather suck the farts out of dead seagulls' assholes than fucking read those and listen to those, but fucking send them through. You think you're hot shit, but you're just a cold fart warmed up in the microwave on low energy for 30 seconds. And we're break. And we're back. And we're out.